little girls. This seems to say. But Robert Ford would only lay on the floor and look at the ceiling, the light going out of his eyes, before he could find the right words. What made you think I'm crazy? Okay, then. Okay, then. Okay, then. Whatever are you doing? Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Mick Jordan. And I'm Marina Gorski. And today we're going to talk about The Happy Prince, the Rupert Everett directed, written and starring film where he stars as Oscar Wilde. Yeah. And I'm really curious to see, to hear what you have to say about this film. It's two weeks since we've seen it now. I have absolutely no comment. Fair enough. <laughs> well, that's, that's that podcast sort of yeah. thing. It'll just be me. Right, let's go to the next one. Okay. Um, I actually really, really enjoyed it. Like really enjoyed it. I thought he uh, he was absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'd actually he he was able to look very similar to Oscar Wilde, to the images that I see of Oscar Wilde. Okay. The hair. Well, I mean, there are photographs of him. But yeah, yeah. The hair, even the little flick of the hair at the end here on the side was perfect. And if this film is truly, because I was supposed to research, but I didn't, what happened mm-hmm. to him? then it was absolutely very well done. Right. And you I did kn- not know that that was what happened. But him. you did know like he went to prison? No, I didn't. Oh, right. To be honest, I was very, I'm was i very ignorant when it comes to Well, I mean, it's not something him. you should necessarily know. It's not certainly yeah. not part of your culture. Well, it no, but like, well, it is now. And I do like Oscar Wilde. I do like his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> his and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I never Sorry knew. to interrupt, but I've just remembered, I said in the podcast, my brother rang me last night from Australia and through the conversation three times he said, and stuff. Right. <laughs> and I said, so it's not just you. No, no, obviously it's not just me. Okay. Didn't Back just to Oscar Wilde and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I really like, I really like his work and I never, I never looked into his life as I never did really with most authors other than like. No, no one. <laughs> <laughs> so you had no well, idea that Brazilian, he was controversial. Uh, uh, yeah, or anything no, like I that. didn't know. Th- I didn't know that he was gay. Oh right. No, I kind of did. I. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's just something that wasn't important. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think it was. Uh, yeah, uh, it just passed me by. These, these okay. But did you know that when we were watching the film, like once you got in inside the film was starting, you didn't know any of this. Oh, like no, I knew. I knew by that. But by that stage, I knew. Okay. Because we seen the trailer. Right. And I knew that <clears throat> that it was about that, and I heard as well on TV that that was what that w- was what the film was about. So I was very interested to watch it then. Yeah, so well, particularly it's so relevant now because it's very much in the news. Like the T shook has just apologised for all the persecution LGBT LGBT people went through. They they what they did was oh yeah they apologised. What did the English government do? I think they pardoned him. Yeah, pardon, and he didn't like that. He said, "Did you watch the interview?" Well, it was Graham Rupert Norton? Everest. Didn't yeah, like yeah, yeah, he obviously obviously yeah. He's not Oscar Wilde. <laughs> <Oscar Wilde's laughs> not appearing in Graham Norton. Yeah, um, but did you hear? What did you oh, see? I did. Yeah. I saw and that. He yeah, he said that that is absurd that they pardoned. Yeah, because no, pardon is saying it's still a crime. Yeah, they should apologize. Yeah, for it because it was absolutely ridiculous. You know, it was whatever, Yeah, what everyone went through. And it's, I actually, listening to that, I was like, only now they did that? 
Yeah. Like this whole the LGBT movement has have been going on for years, and only now, two thousand and eighteen, have they pardoned it. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's well, it's case. it's because you're. I would say on that regard, you're imposing modern attitudes to the past. I mean, it doesn't make any difference. I think whether you pardon him or forgive well, him, well, it happened or just anyway. Qu- yeah, yeah, everything that. I mean, know, there's so many other people yeah. it's happened to as well. Like this is. I think there was a widespread pardon on everyone. It wasn't just Oscar Wilde specifically. They yeah, just pardoned yeah. everyone who'd ever been condemned, r- imprisoned for it. Um, but I mean, just to get back to the film, I will just say one thing because I want to say quickly: this is my film of the year. I cannot imagine no, anything better Mick. than this. Oh, I'm sorry. This was outstanding. You're what not no. sorry. You can't <laughs> say that yet. Oh, I can. I cannot imagine anything better than this. I thought this was... Uh, I can think sick. of a few. Okay. That are coming. No, that have gone. Okay. Well, we ca- Can we not have different opinions? You can, but you can't tell me. Why? Just a, because last week you told me your worst film of the year and then this week you told me the best. You just ruined the Excuse me, end of the year, year review. Last year, I three quit. times. I quit. La- Hello and welcome to Spoilerama Solo. Please take up the microphone again. I apologise for giving away my end of I year. I pardon vote. you. Thank you. <laughs> you will I, be I will not accept the pardon. <laughs> This but, is absurd. But did you not think I am in shock that you actually just told me that. But I do. Excuse me. We said We're this gonna several have a times whole last episode. year. No, shut your mouth. We're going to have <laughs> a full episode at the end of the year of just Marina's list. Because clearly we already know yours. Okay. What I'm trying to say is I cannot imagine any film bettering this. This has been so beautiful. Perfect. Little film. You said this three little times last film. year with La La Land. I, I love that. I love the whole. It's it perfect. Is. Nothing can top this little film. Well, it is a little film. It's very chamber type film. It's small cast, small setting, small everything, and it's perfect. Wow! Stop grinning at me smugly. Oh, I've put him down. <laughs> I put him in his place. Mick Come on did you No <laughs> I admire oh, your ability no, no. To come into this podcast And give your review But you cannot by, Under any circumstances Tell me Your top films of the year Just yet Now no. up it Okay <laughs> Marina has just discovered Harry Enfield <laughs> Yes And is incorporating it Into everything she does In her daily life I'm going to do that At the pub To everyone <laughs> <laughs> Oi <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> Someone comes up Can I have a pint of Guinness No <laughs> You will drink Good healthy lager <laughs> this point. Yeah Anyway back Okay to, to the, the film yeah. Did you not think It was a beautifully It was a, It was piece? a gorgeous film I have to say It was a lovely film The story was lovely And even at the end The sense of satisfaction Knowing That that guy What's his name um, be, be, oh, Bosey. Bosey. Yeah, ended up homeless. Yeah. And, you know, that that was his fate. That gave me a lot of satisfaction. Oh, yeah, because you hated it. Yeah. And I but I loved Colin Morgan. Like, wow. Is he the actor playing Bosey? Yeah. As a, you loved his performance? Yeah, because I knew him before from Merlin. Okay. And he used to be a wizard. <laughs> right. In um, Merlin, the, the series about King Wizards? Arthur. <laughs> yeah, no, but the, no, the, the series about King Arthur. And he was brilliant. Now, I'd love to know if he is actually gay because he played the part absolutely well. Because I know Rupert is. Yeah. 
Um, and it, and I actually every time I hear I hear the name Rupert Everett, it just reminds me of Shrek Two and the Prince Charming because he does the voice. Was he play? Was he do Prince Charming? Yeah, he does the voice, and I keep like it's just, it's just every time. Uh, not that I can't take him seriously, I can, but it just reminds me anyway. So yeah, yeah I did think it was a lovely film. I it is it a film of the year for you so far, or a film of the year for you so far? No. Okay. Well, it is for me so far then. You've so said that already. Are you no, no, no. I'm just trying to clarify what you've re- reacted so violently to. When I say vi- this is my film of the year, I'll say so far there might be something better to come along, but I can't imagine it because I Mary thought this Poppins was so. Might. Oh yes, does this that? Yes, we've got that to look forward to. I've forgotten. <laughs> Seems very unlikely, but I thought it was. One thing about it was it was so it was heartbreaking film. Yeah. Like particularly again, you not knowing the story. Uh, I did, but I didn't know. It's sort of one of those things you've know. I've known all my life, like as long as I've known about Oscar Wilde. This is the first thing you know about him. Um, so I knew that you just take it for granted. But when you see it, and particularly that scene in the station where he's been transferred from one prison to another, <gasps> and the crowd yeah, turn on him, yeah. and it's an angry posh mob. Yeah. Like I mean, these are posh upper class people who are spitting at him. That yeah. happened. Like yeah. this is fact. And this and is an amazing writer. Yeah, who was the greatest, yeah. the most celebrated writer in the world yeah. at the time. And he was a major, li- and then they even flashback to him on stage accepting yeah. his cu- kudos and all the people in the audience who later turn on him. Yeah. Like all this. But you can, s- at the same time, and it does come across to me in the film, is you can understand, I don't mean sympathize or anything like that with them, but I know where they're coming from because wh- from their point of view, what he had done was the most disgusting, vile yeah. thing you could yeah. ever do. Yeah. He wasn't, like, they didn't they see him as. Yeah, yeah, they weren't. Uh, at the time, at least, not even used to it, but they weren't remotely tolerant of it. Yeah, I mean, it was. It wasn't. They didn't see him as gay. Didn't see him as homosexual. He was a sodomite. Yeah, which is like a cannibal. He'd yeah. done something unspeakable. Is the way they look at it. Yeah, and it's like only a crime. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a crime against humanity. And no matter what, after if he did, they meet him and he's a nice guy and everything's fine, it's always there. No, he's just disgusting, wretched person yeah. that they just hate. And even that scene. Where he's confronted by the youths in again parachutes. That that was a very strong scene. Oh, it was heart again, yeah. heart wrenching. Because yeah. they know where he's reading the paper and he's trying to ignore them, and they're starting to be so. Would you like your lavender today, my Oscar, and all this? Yeah. And then eventually he just throws. And it's again his dignity is up again. Where he goes, yeah. you go too far, sir. Like yeah. just a very line, you go too far, sir. Is you can see the emotion in it yeah. that he really. Oh, it was yeah, it's superb really performance. Oh well. yeah, absolutely, absolutely, really, really great performance. I don't know, would would he get an Oscar nomination? For I it? don't know if the film's big enough. This is what I'm saying. It's a small still, enough film. It got know, a wide like release here, so hopefully it will. He definitely deserves it. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. he does. He's so. There'll probably good be a BAFTA or something. Yeah, I'd say a BAFTA. Yeah, least, but um, I would hope an Oscar. Yeah. Because it's he's so good at it. And mm. what did you think? Because a lot of reviews are all saying how brilliant he is. But saying that the film is all over the place. I didn't think that at all. I oh thought no, it was I a perfectly that, yeah. constructed yeah. piece. And yeah. even down to that story. Because it kept, it kept it interesting as well. Mm-hmm. Like what he did with his life after. Coming out of prison. Yeah. That he had to flee the country and go somewhere else. And, and all flee that. again. And how he struggled with money. And you know all these things that would affect him, and then his wife as well, which I have to say I was heartbroken for. Her. Yeah, because think, yeah, think of what it's like for and the her kids, and now that the their father is basically gone. Yeah, and then the mother passes away. I kept thinking, where are they going? Yeah, what where happened are the to them? Poor children going, and um, and just even you know, because he loved her, but obviously not 
in that way. Yeah. And it broke his heart when he found out she died as well. And you could see it that, you know, this was his partner, you yeah. know, his best friend. And she was just Well, the guilt gone. in there as well, yeah. because, I mean, he felt he probably killed her because he destroyed her as well. Yeah. Because she would be known in society as the woman who married a sodomite. Yeah. Like it was just the most the lowest form of life. He was the lowest form of life and she was married to him. Therefore, yeah. she couldn't get a proper man. All yeah. sorts of anything. Yeah. Like she changed her name. The family changed the name and everything. Just to, and had previously been married to the most celebrated man in England. Yeah, it's just heartbreaking. I have to keep saying that word. But also as well, the whole framing story of the Happy Prince himself, like the story that Oscar Wilde wrote about yeah. the prince. Did you know that story, that children's story? I didn't. No. Uh, see, well, I no, no. The this is the story he's telling the kids. He's telling his own kids, and then he's telling the two boys that he meets in the slums in Paris. The one about the prince where this swallow um, is helping this. It's basically a story of a statue of a golden prince in some city. And this swallow takes leaves of gold. Yeah, on no, the I've never no, but I never heard it before. Right. No, I had seen a cartoon version of it as a child and found it really upsetting at the time because I loved animals. Yeah. And the whole story of this swallow needs to go to leave the country before it's winter. But he stays because the statue of the prince asks him to distribute among the poor of the land all these little gold pieces from him and then at the end the end of the story like it's in the film um, the prince statue of the prince yeah. says right there's no more left and the scholar says well I must now leave and he says I'm glad you're finally going to warmer climes and he says I'm not going to warmer climes and dies and dies yeah and then the statue is realised there's no more gold left so they burn down the statue so it's just the two of the, and all that's left on the rubbish heap is the heart of the statue because they can't burn that and the swallow yeah and they're united and it's just it's a triumphant it's tr yeah. tragic it's triumphant it's, yeah, yeah beautiful and it reflects story, yeah. what's going on in the film yeah and i yeah. loved that the yeah. way it was all coming together so that's yeah. why for me it's the film of the year excuse me how many times why last year was la la land film of the year i never said it was oh you said several times no i said it, it's one of the top films it's one of the films of the year one of i never said it was the Okay, I didn't realise you were imposing new rules Because it on shared the, the first place with Dunkirk, didn't it? Which you said was going to be film of the year anyway, before you even saw it. Yeah, I said it might, it might. It was always suggestion. Now you've seen the film and you're stating... I'm never aggressive towards you when you're hosting. That's because this is mine. <laughs> I'm the boss. Okay. Okay, challenges, go. <laughs> <laughs> no, excuse me. I'm still hosting. Oh, You'll get to you? host oh, wow. next week. And my God, I'm going I to be vicious to then. You're always telling anyway, me what to do anyway. My, so back in my podcast, marks out of ten. Yes, um, I'll give it a solid nine. Okay, well, I'm obviously giving it five stars. <laughs> okay, we hope you enjoyed this last ever podcast of Spoilerama. <laughs> so we'll finish nicely with the challenges because I'm really dying to hear your reaction to your challenge. That took you a while, I'm sure, to meet. Yes. What was your challenge, Marina? To watch a George Formby film. Okay. And so many questions to fire at you there. Did you succeed in finding one? Yes, I saw the one on the, on YouTube. Okay. And did you watch it? I watched <laughs> most of it. I knew that was coming. And yeah, you knew it because I told yes, you. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. Sorry. So what? Yeah, did don't you do? don't talk as if this is so uh, so predictable of me not watching the whole film. I never said it was predictable. No, but you said oh, I knew this was coming. Obviously, you knew because I told you. Okay, well, Marina, what was your reaction to the George Formby film that's on YouTube? What's it called? Something shy. 
Okay. Is it girl shy or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it really impacted on you strongly, didn't it? <laughs> I didn't like it. Okay. It's just, I. it's f- like the little boy was funny. Because yeah. there's even a bit in it that I laughed at. He said, um, the guy was trying to, uh, George Formby, which was George Andy, the Andy man. Yeah. <laughs> which I thought was funny. Because just reminds me of the guys in the pub. Andy man. Hop <laughs> <laughs> it. The Andy man. <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, and stuff. And um, that he was trying to draw women's bodies. And, you know, he's that kind of stuff and the boy the little boy his brother mm-hmm. just said to him but women um women are only in this world or something because they're trouble or something <laughs> like that just saying <laughs> as if women are just trouble <laughs> like why would you want to do that and that was the funniest bit for me after that i got extremely bored okay i did like i just thought it was a trying really hard to be a chaplain no kind of a not a chaplain but like a no like those really old fashioned, because it was, it was like oh, it's very old fashioned, yeah. Kind of comedy that I was yeah. just like, mm, it is meant to be a comedy. I know, but <laughs> it, it's that kind of forced. Oh, yeah, it's nah. very. I haven't seen, I've seen the first. You haven't of, seen it? No, no, I've, se- I've seen other George Formby films. I've seen them before, and I've seen the first 10 minutes of that. And I would have watched more. It wasn't that I gave up, but I was watching it from the point of view of said, I'm dying to see her reaction to this because it is so English. Oh, yeah, it is of the 40s English, and it was yeah. that sort of humor of the the northern guy and i mean he made loads of propaganda films you can imagine in the 40s like yeah. this one where he lands on hitler in a parachute oh yeah that's the him. one it, it, it's called let's go or something i don't know let's I mean, get I it remember. or let's get him or something probably let george do it that's another one yeah let well. george get him or let yeah. george do it it's something but like it, that i saw the poster for that the reason i recommend it was because and um, the night before we were doing that last podcast where i needed to recommend something there was a documentary on him Mm. Um, I don't think you should watch TV anymore. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait, you see what I've challenged you with next. So, you didn't enjoy it at all. Did you find that even the mu- ukulele playing? And yeah, anyway, good. It, was, it was good. But at the same time, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, it's a bit entertaining, but I'm still bored. Right. Did you find any of the double entendres funny? No. Like, this is what I think for its time, like, he's making all sorts of dodgy sexual references from 1941 that are very silly. And it became the cornerstone of British humour from then on with the carry on films and things like that. Yeah, no, I didn't like I he was amusing, but he wasn't funny. This is why I just keep saying, oh, they really keep trying to throw in these jokes. Yeah. I know it's an old fashioned film and at the time that was the style. But still, I was like, yeah, but you kind of see that in other films from that time as well. And American films, you see all that kind of thing. Just like, oh, they're so much better. Yeah, not a horse. <laughs> Okay then. So nothing against him, but just very kind of you. Yeah. No. So what was your challenge? Why you got your challenge? But it's you that made the challenge. I don't know. What was my challenge? Can you remember? No, I actually can't. To watch a horror film. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I watched. As I said, I had to hope to watch the thing, the original, or not the thing. I've seen the thing, the original version of the Mummy, the nineteen thirties version. That's not horror, is it? It is horror. The Mummy. The Mummy will be horror. Well, anyway, I haven't watched it yet. I've got it on TV. So we'll go back to what I did watch, which was Killer Mermaids, because it's just oh, yeah. so good to discuss. Which you told me already. Well, I just told you briefly. I told No, we discussed what mermaids are. Which is me, by the, the way. Yes. And, and we so are not this, killers. So this was 
evil propaganda against your people. Yes. Okay. Well, it was very effective because <laughs> I'm scared stiff of them now. You should. Um, no, it's really cheap. It's a Serbian film. Okay. Um, it's like it's in English, but it's a Serbian director, producer, and I think it was actually made in Serbia. Well, it's certainly made in Serbia. I think set in it, and it's these American. American tourist and her Serbian friend from college go to visit their friends in Serbia and of course they're all supposedly 20 something though they're clearly in their late 30s I would say and they're supposed to be like they're just out of college and they're reuniting and they go on this island which has been abandoned for of years course, there's an abandoned yeah. and there's, there's so many things abandoned that they say well, we can't go there it's abandoned so they decide to land on this island and they see this man on the island um, walking around with a bucket f- and they see it's full of flesh and he's throwing it down a well and then they run up and there was one very effective moment because they run and they look down the well after he's gone they can't see anything it's pitch dark so one of the girls has a phone with a flash so she just takes a photograph flash with a photo and they look and there's a woman staring back up at them so that was scary yeah but then they decide they have to rescue the woman oh, and it turns out the woman is actually the mermaid so throughout there's, and there's, all, there's two men and two women and of course, every now and then the mermaid starts singing and the men just go like <laughs> just frozen solid yeah. and start going to the mermaid who then turns into this monster with fangs and so on and devours them. So it was fun entertainment in the in the way the room is fun entertainment. Right. It's really though not quite as good. Yeah. As bad as that. OK. It's only 90 minutes long. I actually think we should do for our next film, because there's so many versions of this, we should do. Um, Pride and Prejudice and Mermaids. We should do a okay. mermaid version of Pride Set and Prejudice. Set under the sea. Yeah. <laughs> well, think about oh, yeah, it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, there's been the Bollywood version. There's been Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. It's a logical follow-on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, let's get down to it. I'll tell you, okay. you work on that. <laughs> <laughs> you work on the script. And I, when you're ready, I'll be happy to help you shoot it. Mm-hmm. I just stand in the back and go, that's great, Marie. Go for that. Yeah, straight to Netflix. Okay. okay, so we'll wrap it up there and are set our challenges for next week. Yeah, I was going to say we're not doing that. That's what I meant by wrapping it up. Okay, you go. to that. Okay, so the challenge uh, I'm going to set for you is to watch a film based on a true story. Now, it doesn't have to be, it's not like um, Wind Shakespeare Barley, which is inspired by a true story. This is something that actually happened. Okay. Like, yeah. um, so it's not like a, because Windsor Shakes the Barley was like a historical fiction. It's historical background. It's Basically, fiction. Yeah. yeah but yeah. this is something, an event. Yeah. Like something, let's say, about 9 11 or yeah, anything like yeah. that. Okay. So that's my challenge for you. And what uh, are you challenging me? Because it was Pride Week uh, last week in Dublin, I wanted to challenge you to watch an LGBT film. Okay. Well, I'll do the Happy Prince then again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good follow up. To the Happy Prince, then. Okay. I accept your challenge. Well, you have to. Right, yes. That's the rules of the game. <laughs> you really are very obstreperous today. Well, wrap it up. Come on. <laughs> I withdraw my remarks. And <laughs> uh, so we leave it there, apparently. And uh, thank you for listening. I've been Mick Jordan. And I've been Marina Gorski. Woo! <laughs>